What's up, everyone? Welcome to the very first episode of our podcast, That's So Lame. I'm your host, Anna Kepler, and I'm joined by co-hosts Maria and Lucia, who also happen to be my sisters. What's up? Welcome. How's it going? Welcome, welcome. So the three of us go to the same school. We do. Um, in Bismarck, North Dakota. Not sure how we ended up here because we actually um, are New England natives and we are damn proud of it. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to brag too much, but it is, I don't know, superior. Yeah, it definitely is superior. So if you listen to our quick podcast intro, you heard that in this podcast, we're going to be talking about some pop culture trends, music, TV shows, movies, celebrities, and we'll probably also include a lot of stories from growing up. We will also be picking a topic to talk about in length that we just have some personal opinions about as well as some advice to give others. So our first big topic we'll be talking about is the top five differences we see when comparing the Midwest to the East Coast. But first, we're going to talk about some big trending topics. Oh, Anna, what trending topics? I'm all ears. Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay, so the first topic that we're going to talk about is music. Something that we love. Yes. We are going to be talking about Harry Styles. Styles. Harry Styles. (laughs) Charming chap. Yes, we're going to talk about Harry Styles, um, who just released his second album today. Yep, Fine Line, released December 13th. Thank you, that is today. Yes, that is today. If you hadn't looked at your calendar today, it's December, December 13th. 13th. Get all your Christmas shopping done. Yeah, because it's, it's a few weeks away. Anyway, so we're going to be talking about Harry Styles' album. How long has it been? I know... You both of you are huge Harry Styles fans. Two years. Two years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Since his debut album. Because for you listeners that maybe don't know, Harry Styles was um, one of the members of the well-known boy band One Direction. <laughs> my first concert also was One Direction, so I hold them close to my heart. Okay. Your thoughts, you? Pretty hype. Not going to lie, um... I posted on Instagram about a year ago on New Year's Day asking for an album this year, and he he gave it to us. So I'm pretty I'm happy. I'm pretty, pretty, pretty stoked. <laughs> <laughs> so you could say I'm pleased. Okay. All right. Yana. All right. So we are just going to talk about the album in general. Um, it came out today but we got to hear it at 11 o'clock last night because we are in central time which is one advantage i guess of living out here can we just talk about your thoughts about the album i want to hear everyone's top three songs overall masterpiece yeah needless to say absolutely if this doesn't receive a grammy nod for the 2020 grammys i will it will be i can't say (laughs) snub you know, a complete smack in the face of music. Yeah. Um, I would say that One Direction, their genre was what, like was pop. pop. But what would you what would you define Harry Styles as? Harry Styles, when he went solo, went like not the opposite of what he did in One Direction. It was very it was like classic pop music. Just yeah. It was good, but it wasn't like anything like really different than what most people do I feel like but when Harry Styles went off his first album at least was super like you didn't feel like it was necessarily from this era a little bit Mm -hmm. it definitely had a lot of 70s vibes to it this album has those vibes as well but like different type of music from that era like a lot of like Pink Floydy vibes I'd say for Mm -hmm. some like like two of the songs or one of them um but it's one of them I I don't remember which one it is but I legitimately could see him performing it at the Ed Sullivan show. You know, yeah. I don't even know when I that show you're was. I'm thinking either Treat People With Kindness or Sunflower Volume 6. It's, it's, I legitimately, or, it's like the 60s, 70s. Or what's the other one? I think that's, was that when Ed Sullivan show was? Yeah. I think so, right? Yeah, the Beatles performed on yeah. Sullivan. Yeah. I'd no. say you're probably thinking of Treat People With Kindness. Yeah. It's just like, probably. what? Yeah, that one is <laughs> wild. That, the whole album is like, it takes you on a roller coaster of emotions, and it's so well laid out. A roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. I sobbed myself to sleep last night. 
Oh, no that's, lie. That's sad. It moved you, Looch. It moved you. You never call me Looch. <laughs> you know, it, it was just weird and it came out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're anyway, we're going to talk about um, our top three songs on the album. Yes. Like, okay. Oh, okay. My first impressions listening to the album, my top song, like immediately came to my head, was Cherry, which I don't know what number that is on the track. It's number track number five. Number five. That was like the very first one that I was like, I love that song. And then I really also like the song She. Mm-hmm. I'd say it has. That's a great yeah. one. And then I just love, oh, I gotta look. I don't know. There's so many good ones. It's really hard to say. Oh, I, I also okay. really like Falling. Okay, yeah. Falling. Falling will make you cry. It's I mean, just so good. I sobbed listening to Falling. Like, it's really good. I would like to apologize to my roommate. She might have woken up. <laughs> no, I honestly don't know. I was really self-conscious after that. Yeah. Okay, out of the three songs that he released as singles before, what was your favorite? Adore You. Adore You. Or mm. Adore You or Lights Up. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Watermelon, Sugar. I That one's like a I took a little song. bit for me to get into it, but yeah. I actually like it now. Yes. But I, I think actually Adore You is probably my favorite. Yes. Um, okay, so for my favorites, I would say Sunflower Volume 6, Falling, I think Fine Line, or Lights Up, honestly. Yeah. 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 Fine really Line like, is a good one. Fine Line's really sad, too. Fine Line's a great... What is it? It's a great... Fine Line is kind of, It's pretty sad, too. Like, you're, there's at least three tracks that if you're sad and you want to cry... You could listen to them, and they'd probably make you cry if you thought yeah. about it hard enough. I was um, talking to some of the people in one of my classes today, and they listened to it, you know, as Harry Styles fans. And they were just saying how they liked how different the sound of, like, all the songs were and how they sounded like they could have been different genres, but how collectively as a whole it's just – it's like a story. Yeah. I feel like it it's really, a story. Yeah. And you, you really have to – oh, it was a mistake. I listened to it, and mine was on – um, shuffle and I was really confused I was not really confused but I was just kind of like it didn't really wasn't really vibing with it at first and then I saw it was on shuffle and I was like oh dear so I replayed it from the beginning and I realized just how much of a story there really yeah. was you have it. to listen to it in in order yes like of track numbers and even even Harry Styles he did his interview track by track with Rolling Stone magazine and he said like all the albums every time I listen to an album I have to listen to it start to finish like in order because there's a reason they're in an order they're in Mm -hmm. and for his album in particular Golden's much more like positive and like happy like in a relationship type thing whereas Fine Line is kind of the it's about kind of just being okay with not being in like with your ex-lover or whatever anymore and it's just being like ha- like okay with who you how you are doing and how like your ex is doing or whatever yeah. yeah so anyway so we've we've talked about that but what's exciting for you guys is that you actually yes we are going to see harry styles live um in july at madison square garden in new york city we're very excited it was the most stressful thing buying those tickets it was like couple thousand people ahead of me in like a weight room and I was like on the phone with a friend trying to like we were both trying to do it at the same time to make sure we got them at least one of us um mm-hmm. it was exciting I'm so excited yeah I'm pretty yeah, jealous I don't even think it's like sunk in like I don't I don't think it's going to sink in until I'm honestly in yeah. New York and like even there there like <laughs> in in Madison Square Garden like I don't think it's gonna hit me and then like ah yeah, I'm pretty I don't jealous. Know. I'm so... I haven't gone to a proper concert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, I have not been to many concerts. The first concert I went to was at Gillette Stadium with Lucia. And Harry Styles was there, too. Harry Styles <laughs> was there. And our friend that's going to be coming with us again was also there. Shout out to Christina. And then a couple other friends from high school. That was my first concert experience, and it was so much fun. I'm really looking forward to it to being a smaller venue, I guess, because... Madison Square Garden is not like a huge arena mm-hmm. as opposed to like Gillette Stadium, which is a stadium. So it's yeah, massive. Yeah. So it, I'm really looking forward to seeing him there. Yeah. And being a more intimate setting, yeah. I guess. So another um, ex-member of One Direction. I know Harry Styles is probably your favorite, but Niall is probably my favorite, I have to say. Niall's a doll. He is. And... Um, last week he came out with a single as well because he's going to be dropping his second album mm-hmm. soon. And what is the song called? Oh, 
put a little love on me. Put a li- oh. It also made me cry. It's such so. a good song. Niall is a great songwriter. I he think doesn't he doesn't get the recognition he, does he not deserves. Get the credit. He doesn't. And like I think um, I I just don't think that they're taken seriously as like solo artists because it's just like I think that goes with like any sort of band you're in like a uh, girl group um, boy band type of thing like when you go solo it's kind of hard to command respect I guess as a solo artist like people don't take you seriously and I think that's just part of the issue mm-hmm. with um, Niall and and even Harry Harry's he's starting to like pick up on attention like especially this album in particular but yeah they don't get the recognition yeah which is really unfortunate um i think that a lot of people even if i say that i like them as artists people just kind of give me some people give me like weird like they're like really a boy band i'm like okay like one they weren't like boy band like i don't consider them boy band boy band Mm -hmm. i don't know i think that a lot of them had talent they all were very different Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just really interesting to see now that their um, One Direction was broken up, just like the different the different ways yeah. that each artist went. Yeah, and kind of like what genre they like mm-hmm. and are like exploring. Or yeah, so it's pretty cool. I want to do. I think out of all of them, who's probably I stays like closest to like the style of One Direction music is, is Nile. Is Nile? Yeah, um, I think he also wrote a lot did. of the music. And I think, yeah, that has a lot to do with that as well. He was one of the big songwriters on the albums from mm-hmm. One Direction. So, yeah, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to Niles coming out with an uh, album. I think, is it January? February or March. February, March. Yeah, um, looking forward to so that. Looking forward to that, hearing that yeah. that will be his second album as well. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Ooh, cool things happening. So this is a music-heavy yes. kind of trending pop culture everything but we're also going to be talking about next up is the big spotify wrapped Mm. i'm sure you've seen it all over social media yeah yep it's a little (laughs) it's a little excessive in my opinion people it's like okay we get it so spotify (laughs) wrapped is pretty much just everyone gets a little it's like a Spotify's gift to you at the end of the year. Honestly, like I love it. I look forward to so, it. So like what does it do? It basically recaps your favorite songs, your favorite like your top five that, artists like that you listen to. to. Yeah. Um it lists it tracks how many new artists you've discovered, new songs, and it creates playlists based off of like, your popular yeah. music. Um, it's just really interesting tracks how many minutes you've listened to um both music and podcasts um so it's pretty exciting honestly it's kind of like a game in my head sometimes Mm. yeah Yeah. okay so one of the biggest things it's funny people kind of just were obsessed with sharing their results with everyone else on social media and like it's kind of funny because i feel like we the three of us were when we got our Spotify Spotify wrapped, we kind of were like, oh my gosh, like what was yours? And we were sharing it with each other and they were interesting to us. I feel like we were interested in each other's, but then Mm -hmm. you started looking at other people. Well, I think it's also just like seeing it doesn't mean that much, but when you're like, oh my gosh, guys, my top artist was this, like, this is funny. And then you're like, and like being there to have a conversation with the person about it, I think it's different than just like seeing like a screenshot of yeah what it was and i think it's just more fun talking about it Mm -hmm. than like just seeing a picture like oh this is my top artist yeah i mean some people also just had trash (laughs) they just had absolutely to say we have necessarily like no not at all because a lot of my results i was like really i don't know like some of it i don't think is like right but i mean maybe it is maybe i just do listen to some trash music but okay gotta love it though i mean there's something about some crappy pop music yeah no i know it It gets me going yeah i i I acknowledge it's not like great music um it's just i don't know it's sometimes it's just something you want to listen to in the background you're not like sometimes you don't want to listen to music to be like oh wow this is so well like composed or it's such deep meaning sometimes Sometimes you just want to listen to like absolutely good mood you know? But you okay, know what? so it has a great beat. Who was everyone's number one? Okay, my um, number artist. Okay, for the year. For the year, Beyonce was my number one. 
mine was the one and only One Direction. And they were also my artist of the decade. Oh, that's cool. I don't know if mine's embarrassing. Also, no, no, go no, for it. No, it's not queen. No, <laughs> mine was Ariana Grande. Yes. Let's go. I think she I, was also one of my top five. Yeah. She also was my top five, so. <laughs> wow. Okay, but my number two um, was Niall Horn. Are we reading our top fives? Sure. Okay, yeah, let's read let's our top just, fives. Should we just go in order of person? Like, okay, Anna. What were your, who were your top five artists of 2019? Oh, wait, you start first. Do you want me to start? Yeah. This is Maria. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. We sound similar. Okay. So okay, I yeah, said. Okay. Yeah. Just in a British accent. When you oh, okay. So, oh. so, uh, oh. my first artist is Beyonce, the queen herself, the queen bee. And then my second artist is Leon Bridges, an absolute star. Um, yeah. So, um, should I keep going in my accent? I don't know. Anyway, uh, moving on. Third artist made the slot post Malone and then Ariana Grande and then to wrap it up, Taylor Swift, which I'm not sure how that happened, but all right, I don't really listen to her that much. But there you have it, folks. That's my Spotify wrapped. Richie? Um, so, I uh, don't really know what the Saxon is. Just ignore it. Um, my top five are it. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, I just think I just traveled to three different countries. <laughs> okay, Australian okay, I'm just gonna British. stick with my regular <laughs> ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how I talk. <laughs> Apologies. Um, so my top five were One Direction, Beyonce, Greta Van Fleet, Ariana Grande, and Miley Cyrus. Yeah, right, Anna. Okay, I now. actually really don't like mine because mine were Ariana Grande, Niall Horn weird ed sheeran that's like, probably I don't because know. of his album that came out this probably summer. uh i listened to like maybe just like two of his songs on it that i liked i don't know uh lord Huron, mm-hmm. and somehow miley cyrus yeah miley i think cyrus i listened to one of her well. songs this summer well okay, i don't know um well that's kind of how i felt with uh taylor swift because i think in 2018 i listened to a lot of taylor swift actually yeah, 2018, I listened to a lot of Taylor Swift, and that it was because of her Reputation album, which a lot of people mm-hmm. don't like. I I, I don't I like really Taylor liked, Swift. I liked her Reputation album. I liked album. her Reputation album, and then she came out with another album this year, Lover, and I, I wasn't a huge fan of it, and oh, I remember I listening like to the album truly once this summer, and maybe a couple, the songs a couple more times, so I don't know how she made it as one of my top artists, unless I just listened to a lot of Reputation that I don't remember listening to. I don't know. I just wonder how accurate Spotify Wrapped is sometimes. But, you know, I'm not going to get too into it just because, I don't know. Yeah. It's just a fun little thing what that about do at the end of every year. What? What did you think about your... Wrapped? Yeah. Uh, it was whatever, I guess. Um, were, were you all genre fluid? Yeah, that's uh, yes. not cool. Not <laughs> 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 Wait. Like, what is, like, I just think that that's, like, kind of It dumb. just says, you refuse to let one sound define like, you. I'm pretty sure every single person who has a Spotify probably was yeah. told that. Like, stop trying, okay? Like, that's a little excessive. Um, okay, what about, you don't have to go through them all, but, like, what were your your top songs that mine? you probably were, like, yes, 100%. Okay, uh, mine were, the f- number one song of 2019 was Wait by the River by Lord Huron. And then Post Malone, Nothing But These, I have a Fleetwood Mac song, Ariana Grande, and then Cautious Clay, Alessia Cara, Services, Khaled or Khalid, etc. <laughs> Khaled or Khalid. Okay, so my... T- you don't have to go through them all, just... Yeah, well, my top artist and album, like I already said, was Beyonce, Beyonce. and definitely my top album of the year is her Homecoming Live album, which if you haven't listened to it, listen to it. It is, it, yeah, I don't know if you heard that. Chi-Chi said it's spiritual, which is exactly what it is. And it is, it makes you feel so empowered. And I listened to it so much this summer. I would listen to it. I would do the whole album, go through, and then i just hit play again, <laughs> play it again. Okay, I'm actually going to say, so the three of us worked on a golf course yeah. together. We worked on the maintenance crew. You can listen to music pretty much in 90% of the jobs that you do. Yeah. So my I know you guys worked there last year but I didn't well the summer before but my minutes of listening more than doubled just skyrocketed yeah because of how much music mine I went down to. this year really yeah so no, I went yeah mine was a lot 
I listen to a lot of music this summer. But I listen to a lot of music, but they also track the podcast you listen to. Mm-hmm. My number one podcast was Chubby's podcast, <laughs> which is just ones. a funny. Which mine is just a funny. Um, if you haven't just listened comedy. to funny to <laughs> Chubby's <laughs> podcast, it's just mindless hilarious just stupid and if funny. you don't know what chubby's is it's a clothing company that sells short shorts for that are for guys. men and women specifically men you but know, bring the short short back essentially yes yeah. we're all for the short shorts so um, Luce, what was your life's top too short podcast? for pants what did you ask what was your uh, top podcast my top podcast was um a barstool podcast called chicks in the office um Giving you that Friday energy every day, specifically Mondays and Thursdays. When they come out. When they come out. And they're basically just a pop culture. They talk about really, honestly, mindless things, but they're really funny, and they're both from Long Island. And, Long uh, Island. Our mom's from Our mom's there. from Long Island, so... We just have a spiritual connection yes, with them. Yes, it's actually kind of funny, because, like, like, where some of them went to high school, like, I know people who went to the same high school, because mm-hmm. we worked with a lot of girls from Long Island, and it's just interesting funny that is funny uh what was your top podcast Marie? my top podcast this is funny my top podcast was business wars which if you know me i'm not into business at all but you know working on a golf course you kind of get sick of listening to music a lot of times so i listen to it and it's a i really enjoyed it because it's it it goes through like big corporations that sell similar products and then kind of like the back and forth like marketing and advertising wars that they have with each other and whose products better. <laughs> okay. It, you know what? It's Don't knock it till you try it. Have you listened to it? Not that one, but I have listened to business podcasts. Okay. okay. So well, that was yours. You should I listen think we to all it. can say though, because my second podcast, I'm just going to talk about this and then we can move on. We, the three of us listened to it together on the way home from school last year, oh up and gosh. vanished. Yes. Um, which is a great podcast. It's, um, Payne Lindsay. It's you it's like an investigative it. podcast. I worked with a guy who told me about it, and I started listening to it. And it's like, it's addicting. It's it, literally if you're listening to this and you're looking for something to listen to, li- like this is hours like the podcast. It's like there's like 20 episodes, and uh, also don't look it up. Don't spoil. Yeah, don't what happened spoil, unless you already know. Because it's, but like it's still so interesting. It's. He's originally a filmmaker, but he decided to try doing podcasts, so he kind of combines the two by using a lot of sound effects, and he does a lot of recordings of, like, sa- like, um, like voice recordings or call recordings, um, and he basically just is a cold case, missing person cold case. Um, and, so, yeah, this one's so really we, interesting. So when we drove Highly home recommend. from here, which is, like, a 20, 30-hour trip, 27 to 30 hours-ish, mm-hmm. Um, we just listened to that and honestly, like you can listen to like five in a row and it just like passes the time so fast. It does. It's it, a little slow to get into understandably cause it starts from him having like literally no idea about what he's about to do. Um, and it kind of takes like a really unexpected turn from what he initially started it to mm-hmm. be like, so yeah, highly recommend. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know he's, he's come out with more or he's supported more, yeah. um, which there is just really cool. Yeah, so I listened to a lot of true crime this summer, and yeah, I kind of had to definitely to stop because I was getting, <laughs> I was straight up getting like nightmares and paranoid when I was, was like alone just because of like all you know, true crime can have some pretty horrifying stories and like just like well yeah like everything you listen to essentially is just like how can a human person do that to another person, um, and then it just can be really disturbing sometimes. So I had to kind of stop listening to it. Yeah. Okay, I think that's that's enough of Spotify. Should we wrapped. wrap it up. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Funny. Oh, yes. Okay, so now we are actually going to get to the the main discussion we're going to talk about here in this podcast. The main act. The final act. The final act. Yeah. Stay tuned. So we decided to choose a topic for the very first topic that we are very uh passionate about yeah (laughs) um so we decided to talk about the top five differences that we see when we compare the midwest to the east coast um so we're just going to go through each one and kind of explain the what the midwest has i'm going to say east coast but i'm also going to say that we're mostly going to be talking about 
New England because that's where we have grown up and that's what we are most familiar with. But some of them do um, specifically go to to the East Coast. Yeah. And also just like a disclaimer, North Dakota is really the only state in like the Midwest that we've spent like an extended period of time that's in. That's true. So a lot of our opinions... Our Bismarck, could, North Dakota yeah, based. Yeah, it could be like warped. So don't... But I mean, we do go to a school with a lot of students from the Midwest. Yes. So I feel like we have a pretty good hold. Most of the students at the school are Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota. Montana. And Montana, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd say that's the majority. So we're not targeting No, we're not. We're, trying we're not, not targeting anyone. We're just we're talking just, more about North Dakota, what we experience here. Because like and Chicago these are just is the our Midwest opinions. too, but we're not... Yeah. yeah, these are our opinions. We like don't we don't mean <laughs> Bean City. I don't know. Is it Bean? Bean? No, the Windy <laughs> no, she, City. You the fool. Windy City. Bean is Sorry. in the Bean. She was talking about the little the Bean. Yeah, no, we That's all know. All I think of when I think of Chicago is the Bean. Okay, it's not the Bean City. It's the Windy City. Sorry, excuse me. Okay, so actually talking about wind, let's get into our oh, first yes, difference: the weather. I hate it. I hate the weather here. It's terrible. It's wonderful when it's warm because mm-hmm. it's there's no humidity. Or at least people, I mean, compared to like compared home, to home, like well, there's no okay. humidity. We've also never really been here in the summer, so well, we've been here for September. I know, but like mid July, we don't know what it's like. Okay, so. well, anyways, when we're here, when it's warm, um, it's wonderful. Actually, mm-hmm. it's like warm breezes, which are always nice. No, not really humid at all. However. Winter comes incredibly early, and I mean, we had like, a snow day in the first week of October this year. We had like a foot of snow, over a foot of snow, um, and it gets cold incredibly fast. Yeah. So, and then it's very windy all the time. It's like a tundra. I don't know how else to describe okay, it. Okay, so these a are tundra. words that I came up with. The frozen tundra. <laughs> the ninth circle of hell, <laughs> according to Dante. I mean, yeah. It's um, cold. Just cold, cold, cold. It's terrible it's brutal i mean like you shouldn't have to walk out of your apartment and be like wow my face hurts because it's so cold actually it hurts to take a deep breath because of the colding air shooting down there there was a point (laughs) there was a point last winter when i was walking to my anna's apartment and which is like across campus from where i lived freshman year well it's kind of still is but i'm a little closer but anyways i was walking to her apartment and with Maria, actually, and I genuinely <laughs> thought I was going to die right there. I had never been that cold and that, like, unable to breathe. And then another time, it was over <laughs> spring break. Spring. spring. Oh, I think the key word is spring. We got so much snow. I tried to go, like, eat um, in, like, the calf. And <laughs> I kid you not, I thought I was going to have to turn, <laughs> turn around <laughs> because I couldn't <laughs> anything anything oh yeah it was I literally think... like the worst is it was traumatizing i've never felt like wow i can't find my way okay, i might also... i might get lost and die you... but i was so much closer than anna was yeah i had to walk i think it might be a half mile how much i had to walk a half mile oh yeah oh, i think it's a half yeah. mile because yeah. we it was the the um, main calf was actually closed so i had to walk all the way to the other side of campus and i I think it took me 45 minutes. I legitimately couldn't see. I think one of the biggest things, it's cold, but it's also so windy out mm-hmm. here. And that makes such a difference because yeah. wind blows everywhere and it's just a total mess. Um, another thing, they don't know how to take care of the roads here. No. It's oh my a gosh. mess when it snows. Yeah, they don't They don't plow. Like, the campus doesn't plow. You're pretty much snowed in. You're mm-hmm. screwed. You all can probably relate if you're listening. Yeah, you know exactly okay. what we're talking about. Okay, so let's now talk about how new england is different or the east coast is different. because okay. east coast in general very different yes when you're northeast it's going to new york pennsylvania well yeah. par- i lived in pennsylvania well, we'll, for a bit so it's a little differently but we'll east. for this one we'll specifically talk about new england. new england yeah um it's cold it is cold and it's it is cold and it can get uh into the negatives but it doesn't happen too often no there's like a handful it's, of times over the winter that it does it's it's bearable yeah um i think we get a lot more snow i think we get more snow but then again it's really hard see it's very different because the landscape out here 
No is, trees. No trees. It's completely flat. Back like home, be, like, it's somewhere. hilly. There's mountains. We're in valleys in certain parts of the state. And there are trees literally everywhere. So I think, you know. It's not as windy. So the the, the snow doesn't blow around. Because it's hard to figure out how much snow we actually got here. Yeah. That's, because it's That's something everywhere. I'm curious about. How do they measure snowfall? I, I don't here? really know. But back home, we get a lot of snow. Most yeah. of the time. Mm-hmm. There have been times that we've had really rough winters where we don't get anything. And it's and it's rough because we live in such a touristy area that people come specifically to go... Like skiing. Yeah, to go skiing, um, just to do like winter sports. But it's hard because when we don't get snow, people don't come. And our, our state loses money. Yeah. But... Um, as far as summer goes in New England, it's yeah. beautiful. The one downside is the humidity. Yeah, so we, much we humidity. talked about it. Our hair. Oh, my gosh. It's a Kepler family trait. We have frizzy hair in, like, the sense of, like... I wouldn't say well, frizzy. No, okay, frizzy's it's, not the It's word. not frizzy. We have a lot of... Uh, we have a lot of flyaways and, like, a lot of baby hairs that just mm-hmm. have never... Uh, fallen out <laughs> fallen out or like just decided to be adults for the first time in their life yeah. um, grow up yeah Let it grow so <laughs> yeah so honestly just grow but it, it's beautiful i would it i know but maybe it would help get rid of the baby hairs yeah grow it a um, little thicker i think <laughs> and then i think one of the, the most beautiful um parts of the weather well or the seasons i'll say is the fall in New England mm-hmm. is absolutely oh beautiful. They don't have it out here really because we really it goes cold only so quickly. Have, I feel like North Dakota has like three seasons. Yeah. More closer to two because once it becomes spring, it's like hot. Yeah. I feel like. Like last year in April, it was like 85 degrees one of the days. And I was like, what? It gets, it's getting and we hot went quickly. home because spring is so much slower back home. Like, so much slower. Like, we went back oh, home, frigid. and it, it was, was, like, like 30 degrees. in, like, the 40s or something. We yeah. were like, oh, it's chilly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, I'm pretty sure it snowed in it snowed in May at one point. Because when we went yeah. to go sign some paperwork for our summer job, it snowed that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so that that's one of the biggest things. Okay, the second thing is uh, fashion. Oh, my gosh. Now, I actually don't know what to say about, like, East Coast fashion because i would just say like it's just normal i mean you will have those people who dress strangely definitely and then you're gonna get like the bougie bougie people from the coast yeah well, not necessarily even the coast boston. like just like like boston i would but also no. like okay here's the thing preppy yes yeah Mo- more preppy like i don't really see anyone like, preppy out here no at all no, not no. at all you wear certain brands out from back home even brands like, like people get aggressive when we wear vineyard vines and we're like oh, yeah. do you realize it's literally from massachusetts like we're from new england like if you're from if you, uh, yeah excuse you if have you're you from been the there? cities have forget been, it okay do you honey? know do you know what martha's vineyard is no most, because most one time not. i said it i told someone my freshman year an upperclassman a senior that i went to martha's vineyard and he was looked at me blankly rudely said what is that and i said that's an island up in Massachusetts. Uh-huh. <laughs> I felt defeated, honestly. Yeah. So. But so, like, a lot of people will, they'll wear more uh, preppy clothes yeah. compared. But, but okay, comparing fashion, which, yes, there can be a lot of bad fashion back home, but comparing it to the Midwest. It is. Okay. Yeah, it's hard to say, it's hard to say because... I just don't know if just a large majority of people here just don't know how to dress. That's... You know what I mean? Okay, so I'm. we're going to talk about some few terrible fashion things that we're just going to talk about quickly, and then we'll move on. Dude shoes. Oh, my gosh. They got to go. They are the ugliest things I've ever seen. I had never heard of them until coming out here, and they are hideous. And no offense if you wear them, but, but they're like, ugly. I have no respect for your taste if you do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, okay. I don't. Like, if you're wearing those, <laughs> she respects you as a person, though. Yes, just... Change them out for some, I don't know, anything but that. We're really so hideous. Some Asics. Oh, <laughs> no. no. No, that's another no. thing. No running shoes with jeans. Also, also, can we talk about the jeans? Are the ugliest jeans I've ever laid eyes on. Hideous. Yes, yes most um, definitely. Listen, you need to stop bedazzling your butt. <laughs> that literally went out of trend in like 2004. 
Oh my god. So I, I don't know why I think that's there's actually maybe a thing. But it's just I think, everything's slow no, to get here. But also or this is stop. why wait, but this is why I think it's still a thing is because like rodeo is such a thing out mm. here and it, it it's part of the culture of rodeo, which is understandable. Like if you're into that, like then I think it's fine if you wear, honestly, because I'm like, okay, at least you're like in the culture. So I think that's why it's still a thing out here. Okay. And so sense. we're like, oh, ew. But like it's, just, it's like we don't have like rodeo or like no. the the culture's literally so different. At least North Dakota culture is so different than back home. Like when it comes to like what people do, it legitimately crazy. was a culture shock coming out. Here. It really was. Like I still is. I get offended when I see them, men in particular here wearing those jeweled up jeans, and the style and the cut of the jean is very strange to me. It makes their legs seem like like really long and like. It, and I don't know, and really tight in the butt. And then they have all those jewels everywhere, and then like the the thick stitching. And then they go on to be rude enough to wear them with Asics running shoes <laughs> or Chacos. Which listen, I have Chacos. I love Chacos, but don't wear baggy jeans with Chacos. No, not cute. You ain't no. Ugh. Yeah. Okay, yeah, anyway. All right, so the next one we're going to talk about. <laughs> this is a roast fest. <laughs> this, is, this is not even comparing. It's just, it, this is therapy. Okay, okay. We're going to talk about this one next. So the Midwest, quote-unquote, nice mm. versus the New England, quote-unquote, excuse my language, asshole. Yeah. People from Massachusetts get the name masshole for a reason. So... People in the Midwest get, uh, like, a you're really friendly, like, everyone's nice to everyone, everyone knows everyone, like, they'll help you out whenever you need help, which it is true. I've had people help out with my car, which was, mm-hmm. you know, great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I do think that people are nice, but it's like, there's something very artificial about it, in my opinion. Like, mm- specifically minnesota nice is kind of mm-hmm. mostly what we're yeah, talking actually, about because not really i haven't dakota. met anyone from north dakota who's like really like fake i'd say minnesota nice it's so passive aggressive and it's like just say it to my face if you have a problem or just like don't beat around the bush and be like really like two-faced because that's what it comes off as. it does i've met so many people who are like that and i'm like who even are you like i don't know what you're like as a person because you every time I see you you act a little different yeah and I think the pe- like east coast or New England gets like that that asshole like um rap because we definitely seem cold on the outside because we are yeah because we are we're stone cold but I actually think that we're pretty friendly people it's yeah. just we keep to ourselves yeah, I mean, uh, if we, if someone needs help on the side of the road, like it's not meaning that we're not going to help anyone out. Mm-hmm. But I just definitely think like we we keep out of each other's business. <laughs> someone explained to me kind of this analogy of um, Midwest versus East Coast. Someone who's lived in both the Midwest and the East Coast for an extended amount of time, and they explained it kind of like an egg analogy. So Midwesterners have this kind of really soft outer shell that you can kind of like penetrate through very easily. So like. They're really friendly and, like, will make um, great conversation when you first meet them. But then you kind of, like, hit this wall, this very hard wall, and it takes a very long time to get past that. So, like, you can you can think you, like, oh, okay, this person's, like, really nice to me and, like, maybe we'll be friends. But then there gets to a point where, you're like, okay, we're I guess we're not as close as I thought we were because now they're kind of, like, closing certain things off to me and you kind of really 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 have to build your trust with that person if they're going to open up to you but once you can get through that wall you're like you got them and then east coast was described as an egg with an extremely hard shell like a very very hard shell you know like we're not going to be super outgoing when we first meet you like um we're going to just kind of keep to ourselves but once once you kind of gain the trust of someone from the east coast you penetrate that wall and then you're with them like for good like they'll they'll disclose like anything to you they'll they'll put their trust in you so that and i kind of i mean obviously that's just an overview like that's not Mm. every person obviously yeah Um, but i do see that trend yeah here and then i can see that back at home as well no definitely yeah 
Yeah. Okay. So we'll move on to the next thing, number four, which is um, things to do. So it's funny because being out here, I'll be like, oh, there's nothing to do. But also when I'm home for a long time, I'm like, oh, there's nothing to do. There are things to do in both places. You know, it's just you have to put the effort in. You do. It's all about effort. So um, let's start with home first, like East Coast on this one. Mm Mm-hmm. I always complain that there's nothing to do and I would I would say that there is a lot to do a lot of it is outside based Mm -hmm. and it costs a lot of money to do some of it oh well well, it depends like like what like skiing oh yeah that's like almost a hundred dollars to ski yeah Uh, golfing takes money if you don't have a boat and you want to go like kayaking or rent a boat you have to pay that I mean I mean that's for everywhere Mm -hmm. but um yeah, I mean, and but I mean, there's a lot of hiking and like stuff like that to do. There's hiking, which we have the ocean. Yeah, the ocean. A bunch of lakes. We thirteen miles. Well, at least in, in New, New Hampshire, Hampshire, where we're from, we have thirteen miles of coast. Um, which but is there's better than none. Yeah. Um, <laughs> suck it, Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> um, we love Vermont. We used to live there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, there are definitely things to do at home. Um, it's it is always a funny thing. People. It is very easy to get around to places, mm-hmm. but we consider driving four hours ridiculous. Like we weren't, we're not going to do that very often. Um, yeah. Literally four hours from our houses is New York City, and we don't go that often. I've gone, I've gone four once. or five times, I think, but not from home every time. But I would say that cities are pretty close to us, and we have been able to do some things that. You know, if we live somewhere else, we would definitely wouldn't have been able to do it. We have been able to go to Red Sox games in the summertime. Um, you guys have gone to, you know, concerts and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucia and I went to the New England Patriots victory parade. Go Pats. Which was the best moment of my life. We saw Tom Brady. Saw Tom we saw Brady. Bill saw Belichick. Gronk, Gronk spike, a spike a beer. In front of James us. James White. Yeah, it was a great time. Oh. So it was great that we just had the ability to just drive two hours. In and, a snowstorm. In a snowstorm and um, just be in Boston, you know? Yep. It's just, it's pretty cool that there are two big cities. Um, we actually live pretty close to, like, if we wanted to go to Montreal. Haven't gone there since I was, like, up there since mm-hmm. we were little, but the it's pretty close. So we just have a lot of big cities near us that we could go go to places. Out here... I do have to say that they have a lot of national parks that mm-hmm. you might have to drive a bit, but national parks yeah. are awesome. We went to, was it Medora that we went to? In the Badlands? We went to the See, Badlands. I could be very We went wrong. to Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah, that's what we went. Um, we went camping. National park. We went camping there. It's absolutely breathtaking. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very, I think it's very interesting because we, you know, we grew up, in New England, which has a just a very, you know, mountainous um, trees, valleys kind of landscape. But then there's just like there's something so interesting about the landscape um, of the Midwest and the West. You know, you know, we give a lot of crap to North Dakota for being so flat. But like the Badlands, if you have a chance to go, go because it's you, you won't see anything like it. No. And it's really it's neat. And then we also, yeah, last year we went to South Dakota. We went to, um, where yeah, did we, we went go to, to? Well, we went to Mount Rushmore. What was that place called? Spearfish. Oh, my goodness. That's where we went. Black Hills. Black Hills, that yeah. Was awesome. We stayed in the Black Hills, and then on our way back, we stopped in Sundance and went to, I think it's Sundance. Uh, I don't know. And we went to Devil's Tower in Wyoming. Yeah. Which was, was so dope. Yeah. Honestly, like, the cool. That was like, also, that was like, crazy. spur of the moment. It was like, kind of like... We kind of want to extend our trip. It was over fall break. We went like a like t- almost twenty. You Mary students went. Um, yeah. It was it was really fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, so we would definitely recommend that there are a lot of hiking opportunities to do here. I haven't been here hiking in the summertime. Too, I think. Um, in the summer, anyways. In the oh. summer, I will be here this summer, so I'll have to get back to you on that one. We went um, cross country skiing. Oh yeah, we that have was done fun that too. That was a lot of fun. There's like a a course in Bismarck that you can do, and it's pretty it's it's pretty cheap. I think altogether, it was five dollars. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. including rentals. Yeah, including so. rentals. So it was it was a lot of fun. So that there are definitely things to do out here. Mm-hmm. 
um, you just kind of have to. Sur- I mean, with anything, you're going to have to you actually have to put, put in the work. In. You know, um, t- everything's not going to just be at your your fingertips. Um, okay, so number five is the last thing. We'll make this one quick. Uh, food, which is uh, not definitely like not a huge difference, but I do see a difference in things. Well, there are certain dishes out here that you don't see back home. No, definitely. Um, Nefla soup. I Good. never. I like it. I've never. I had never heard of it. No, before never heard of school, it here. Um, they have what? Oh yeah, they call out here. They call casseroles hot dishes. That hot was dish. new. So they have a hot dish tater or tater top hot dish. That's Which what they call it. I've never tried. I've never tried because it either. I think I should have like a, a homemade a one, a papa one, uh, because they have them in the calf. But no. calf food is toxic. So um, yeah. So I want to try. Not like, really a sure. Sure, what hot that dish, tastes tater like. Tot, hot dish. Um, I would say things from like the East Coast or New England in particular. Um. I don't really know what exactly. There's just so many different yeah. different cultures. I think our biggest, okay, so I think the most New England thing you can get is New England clam chowder. Mm. And they serve that at, like, restaurants all over the country. But you got to get it at a little mom-and-pop shop right Up on the Maine, coast. Mm, or right on the coast where you know that what the, the clams you have in there were caught. were caught that morning. Yeah. So fresh. They were swimming in the bay. They were swimming in the mm-hmm. bay. Yeah. Clams swim? <laughs> no. I don't, no. Think so. I don't think so. I don't know how they moved. Did they yeah. No, but it's, so. there is just such a difference when you have... I know you two don't exactly like seafood. Yeah. I don't... But I'm like... I can tolerate fish, but it's like... Crab. Shellfish. Yeah. That yeah. like yeah. freak me out. It is... Yeah. It's not even the flavor. It's the texture that I have an issue with. Yeah. yeah, I'm just not a fan. Of I um, I like lobster. Oh. I do I've never like lobster. Like had lobster. Um, I tried swordfish this summer on Martha's Vineyard. On Martha's Vineyard, you, uh, we I also tried, had yeah, uh, had lobster, lobster flatbread. Ooh, I still oh, dream really of that. Good. It was delicious. Oof, um, delicious. so like I would say, seafood is a big thing out here or back home. Also. This is just the thing I was thinking about today. Split top hot dog rolls, baby. Oh, yeah, there is that. <laughs> if you don't know what those are, Google them. Split top. Make more sense. They make more sense than any other hot dog roll. <laughs> and it holds the hot dog perfectly. Yeah, so look those up. Um, but also, pasta is really big back home. You go into the pasta section at a grocery store back home, huh? and it's so long. There's so many different kinds of pasta and because we got come Italians. out here, yeah, we have a lot of. It, there's a big Italian and Irish. Mm-hmm. You see that in the in the looks of people as well. Oh, there yeah. aren't blondes really back home. No, there's a lot of blondes, I've Scandinavians, and Germans out here. So many blondes in my life, but coming here. So I would say that pasta is a big thing back home. Yeah, I mean we're not Italian. I guess I've never really, thought of that, but I noticed it when I went to the grocery stores, and I was like, wow, this is here. the only pasta options. Yeah, I don't know. I it's guess just, there's not a lot. Impres- it's interesting. Also, grocery stores are better back home. I know we're not talking they, about grocery stores. But people, but yeah, people only go shopping at, like, Walmart or... Yeah, a lot of people do their grocery shopping at Walmart, which, which weirds is, me out, but... It's strange. I guess up to you, but I feel like Walmart's options are limited. Yeah, they also don't really have sales. No. 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 Grocery stores out here are expensive. They are. There are some things that are much more expensive out here than they are back home. It's Coffee. Mm-hmm. Oh my that's gosh. a whole different that's a whole another topic. oh my goodness coffee out oh here God. i definitely yeah it's like they think they're roasting gold beans or something how much they're charging <laughs> like um <laughs> come on it's it's beans and water how much work Why is you it paying? Six, Why, yeah you six dollars it's not outrageous six. how much you pay for coffee Maybe five. outrageous so uh and it's, it's not it's not even that great it's almost uh christmas break yes we go, home, go home in how many days Five? five 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 days. days excited i'm so stoked i love First, flying uh we're gonna our layover is in minneapolis mm-hmm. and our first stop is donkeys donkey donkeys chunkies dunkin donuts duncan america runs on duncan except they the don't midwest except the midwest does not run on Duncan. okay they run on like Caribou? Ew, caribou. Ew. <laughs> Sorry if you're a caribou fan, but yeah. we're just get better. I mean, coffee. it's like it's whatever. It's what they. It's have. expensive. It's what we have. Um, Dunkin' Donuts is a lot cheaper, so we are excited about our Dunkin' Donuts that mm-hmm. we're going to be getting. 
in our Chick-fil-A. So it better Kill not be under Sunday. construction. I don't think it will be, but it better be in near our terminal. But we have four-hour layover, <laughs> so we have time to explore. Yes. So we are going to be taking a break over Christmas. Break. A break, a break. A break, break. A break, break. Um, But we will be back to record another podcast, but that wraps up our very, very first podcast of that was lame and it wasn't of, i mean yeah, i don't i wouldn't consider I it, lame. Think it was lame i mean it probably was we can let you decide no it was great and you're gonna have to live with that if you're listening <laughs> okay so we enjoyed it <laughs> i had fun i hope you enjoyed it you um, had to be on our better behavior you know did. i guess that's what you have to do on podcasts control yourself a little yes but we we had to really refrain from interrupting. Reel it in. or mm. Yes, yeah. It's we're making a lot of intense eye contact with each other. Like stop, stop. I'm trying to talk. I need I to think say we something. We did a good job. Yeah, I mean, for the first time, not bad, not bad, not bad. You know, we it's could a get a little curve. rowdier later. We could, on, but we definitely could. Stay tuned. <laughs> but we don't want to scare our listeners away. Tune in next time. Uh, we'll, we're going to actually introduce a segment. It's going to be our f- kind of our first official segment. And it's going to be Exposed. Yes. And we're, we're going to talk about... Or we're no, we're not going to talk about... We are going to read aloud the last at least... I would say 24, 24 hours, hours. Because I'm not always on Google. Search history on Google. Or if Google, if they're just not interesting, we are going to have to expose each other and tell who we recently stalked on social media. Yeah, it could be really funny, embarrassing, or like, how do you not know that? Why did you have to Google that? You know? Yeah, yeah, it could It'll be, be a little eye opening. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll have a main topic, and we're going to talk about the plethora of struggles being a poor college student. Yes, trying to survive. Trying to survive in a small city. Well, kind of just in general. Well, yeah. But like, anyway, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, we we don't want to give it too much away. So we hope you tune in next time. And, um, well, adios. Thank you all for listening. I was going to say that. (laughs) No, you weren't. Yeah, I was because I was trying to be Trent from (laughs) Trent. Oh. Okay, we'll say it. Adios, ladies. (laughs) Mi amigas and mi amigos. <laughs>